What's going on, guys? We're back with another episode of Set the Tone. We got a very special guest. My boy Susie made it. The most talked about videographer in the Bay right now. No, yeah. really. Very, What's very on, excited man? to have you on. How you feeling right now? I'm feeling good. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, bro. I mean, people have been requesting it like crazy. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't deny the, the request, you know? Definitely. Appreciate it. I threw that little post on my story, and I definitely got plenty of people hitting me <laughs> up like, yeah, need it. Need it. <laughs> I for sure had people talking to me, but. Yeah. Nah, y'all. Nah, we're not even going to start like that. First of all, y'all two are like the rawest. <laughs> Fuck the bag. Nah, not even <laughs> we're, all, we're all playing hella but, humble nah, right nah, now. Nah, nah, GLD, though, you can, <laughs> hey, just, ask, nah. you can ask low key, especially my team. Like, I'll be talking about y'all, shitting on them, talking about y'all. You know appreciate what I mean? Like, I, I appreciate that. GLD, like, and it's not, you know, not oh, guys, all love. Y'all just, y'all just raw as hell. Cool I people, think, too. I think that we, we, we should start it off, though, because this is your episode. As far as, like, you definitely are the most talked about and copied videographer out right, right now. This, the second part, for sure, 100%. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and I, I think yeah. I've, I've swiped up on a couple. I've sent you a couple posts just here and there. like Because, you know, it's not that important, but when you see it, you're just like, there's no denying that this person is literally emulating exactly what you're doing. So I'll send it to Susie, and he's just like, <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, like, we're real humble. Just, eh, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Which it really doesn't because no matter how much someone emulates you or whatever, they can't obviously do it exactly how you do it. And then people start catching on to that. And yeah. people, You know what I'm saying? But how does that – I know you've noticed it. People have noticed it. How does that make you feel? Is it more of, like, a gratitude thing or is it more of, like, huh, like, I need to, I don't know, make things more tricky? Like, what, how does that make you feel when you see things like that? Um. Uh... I mean, it doesn't really make me feel any type of way necessarily. Right. The only times where I think it does, like, create a response for me is when every single, I don't know, effect or style of the video right. is, like, something I did. Right. So, like, where it's like, oh, I do that, and I do that, and I do yeah. that, and I do that, which is cool. Like, we all, all right. copy each other. When yeah. it's like, oh, you only do, like, this stuff. Mm, that yeah. I do and kind of like me right it's, and even then it's not necessarily I don't really even like I like it to be honest right do you think it's humbling like you're like wow people really people really dig what I'm doing like uh, nah it, it, I don't get that until people start telling me mm. so when I see it I just see it as a creative being a creative like yeah because I all the things that I do I either YouTube did watch someone else's video right and then was like that's dope let me put that in my video so, right. So I, I I never really I never feel humble. I never feel like irritated or like someone's copying me until people start telling me like, oh, how do you feel about this right. guy doing this or this I, person? I think emulating that you. That's that's very impressive on different levels. Just on like a a human perspective, like that you have such a level head to where you know whether whether or not you created the effects that you're doing like that's you know that that's that's a different conversation but it's it's undeniable that there are certain effects and there are certain ways that you shoot that are very signature like in the bay area you were the one who started kind of doing that and then other people who are not on your team or who, who probably haven't even ever reached out to you are also doing that like i feel like a natural human response would 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 to be like feeling some type of way immediately and that's 
you know, just on a side note, that's, that's very impressive that you don't kind of let that get to you because I think that it'd be pretty easy to just kind of see that and then pretty quickly just be like, come right. on, like, like, like right. pretty easily let that get to your head. No, I, I mean, I responded like one time with the post I made. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. That was just that. like that was that. just being funny. Like I was yeah, talking to right. Polo, and it was like it's really lighthearted, you know. Yeah, he showed me a video, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna make a Soldier Boy post." Fuck it, like, yeah. right, whatever. Hilarious. But, but usually, it's it's not it's not anything that bothers me. It's not anything that really even comes to my attention. It's just like I just see creatives being who they are. Like this is someone who was inspired by maybe something that they saw from my video, or it could have been from someone else. Like the stuff I do isn't that unique right so it's like i just do it all the time now mm, so it's right. become i think a part of my image but like who'd i see i saw it was like two years ago ski mob did it in letters and i was like oh this is the best video of all time mm. like easily and then i saw sebastian do it in like it was a kai video mm. I which one it was yeah a while ago 2019 yeah, yeah a minute ago but it's like and then you see lone wolf do it and then you see like hella different people do it so i just right I just did it, and then mm. I found, I don't think I found necessarily, like, a more, a cooler way to do it. I think I just found a really efficient way to do it. Yeah. Right, and your own way. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, when you really think about it, it's not hurting you by somebody copying you. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's not going to hurt your business or affect your business. It's only, like, detrimental to them. Because if they don't put the, their own spin on it, it's like, now they're falling into this thing where they're just copying and pasting. And it's like, it just... It just hurts your workflow because now you're just getting in that that rhythm of like looking at things that you like instead of putting your own spin on it. You're just like, hmm, how do I do this exactly like that? And people mm -hmm. notice that, like people that yeah. actually like like you know artists and you know people that want these music videos, they watch other people that shoot music videos. So once they see this, they can just automatically see that you're copying and pasting. And some people book them for that reason because they're like, yo, I can get like somewhat like a Susie video, but for like. A quarter of the price yeah. so then i could see where like there's kind of like the business aspect starts to get tampered with but at the same time it's like they're not really they're not really affecting your business they're just hurting mm -hmm. themselves so <clears throat> but i mean like you said it's one of those things where i mean with anything in art it's like no one really creates anything like for like originally you know what right. i'm saying it's always yeah. just the imitation of things in the past so it's like you just got it i feel like it's important when you do something very particular to somebody's style you just at least reach out or pay homage or say you know what i'm saying gives like creation is yeah, imitation right and extend that hand and just saying okay i've seen you do this i really like especially if it's very very specific what you're doing like some of those things that you do it's like some of them it's like like you said it's like when they're your effects back to back to back and you're like oh fuck all right come on bro like you had to at least message him and say hey bro i fuck with you at least like if not now it's just awkward because if you it, like you probably don't you don't even pay attention but if you do see these people in person you're just kind of like damn bro this is weird now you know what i'm saying because you know they're just watching your every move but you feel what i'm saying though it's just like kind of one of those things but i feel like i think it would it would probably like make me respond more if it was someone who was if it was like super established mm. directors or editors who like right. maybe could cast like a shadow on how my career could go or pan out. Mm -hmm. But I mean, most of the time it's like, it's just usually young directors, usually like editors starting or maybe not even starting. Maybe they are like somewhat established, but um, I don't know. I'm never in the business of like 
telling someone how I feel about it if I think it's going to potentially make them less successful, right? Right. Like, yeah. why would I tell you, like, oh, why are you copying me or stop doing yeah. that or yada, yada, yada in a, in a serious manner that would then, I don't know, maybe have them book less videos? Like, yeah. I'd rather just see them win. Right. Um, when people think of Susie, and they look at they look at your page and then they kind of sum you up and they think about your style what is one aspect that you think that people overemphasize about your style and what is some aspect that you think that people under um estimate or look at your style like what what do what do people th what do people look what do people sum you up as too much and what do people not appreciate enough about your style um, I'd say probably like as an effects driven mm. director or mm. editor, which is kind of like true, but um, I think it then it becomes a a pattern where every video I have to dedicate like a mm -hmm. crazy amount of attention to detail and effects, and I got to make sure that this one thing that took me like two hours to do, I can do it like five times in a row. Right. Or I think that's something people overemphasize is like I really love creating that in all my videos um, and that's just like what I'm there to do hmm. uh, and something that I think goes overlooked would probably be I don't know like not much I can't say much necessarily I do like story driven videos hmm. or like let's do a whole shot sequence and mm. lay it out and yeah. we'll do a storyboard and we'll be here literally for like 10 seconds. We'll shoot only 10 seconds this part of the song then we'll shoot five seconds this part of the song, six seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could be pretty effective in like yeah. doing a, a good video like that. And primarily when you, when you do these videos, do you have most of these effects and like some of these things planned out beforehand? Because I remember when you were here and you were shooting the Coney video, I remember you already knew exactly how you were gonna put the effects in there before you did. Like you kind of did like mm -hmm. the, what would you call it? Like you had the paper effect and you yeah. were doing it here because you planned it for the edit. And, yeah. it, and and is that like common through most of your videos where you, you plan it out a little bit or does it just come to you when you're starting to edit? Cause sometimes like for me, it's like, sometimes it's both, you know? Most mm -hmm. of the time I just come up with the effects after I'm done shooting it, but sometimes I plan it beforehand. Like what do you think your your normal process is like? I say like nine times out of 10, I just kind of do whatever. Right. Mm. But I don't even remember if it was, I know it was, it was the Coney video, but I don't remember if I had thought about that before I came in here or if it feels like I got in here and I was like, I needed like do something different. And right. then, but, but no, yeah, usually, usually I'll just show up, um, maybe have an idea of like where the video is going to go or they've told me like things they want. Mm -hmm. And if the song allows me to like, to play with some of the effects, then I'll, I'll maybe do it. But it's like super rare, like hella rare. Cause usually right. it's just like, oh, can you shoot this song? And can you just like throw hella crazy effects? On yeah, it? that would that would require so much pre-production that it would, it's impossible for that. The amount of videos like you probably shoot, it's like to plan out all the edits for every video, it would take so much time, bro. Like I don't even think I could even do that. I don't have the capacity to do something like that. It'd be dope though. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It looks very like, you know, it looks very planned, but also I feel like 
when you don't plan things to the T, that's when the cool shit comes because it's yeah. like then you're able to like think of things off the top and you're not like particularly thinking that things have to go a certain way where you're just letting things come. So I think that's super interesting. But to go back to what Adam was saying, um, when it comes to um, you know, your 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 process like in editing, I mean to, to like, you know, things that you think are underrated. Do you think that it's like one of those things when you start doing videos and you start doing the effects, do you think that kind of like pigeonholes you and like it's like kind of a downside by putting a lot of effects in a video because people expect that from you again and again and again? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because after a while for me, I feel like, you know, people hit me with the, bro, I fuck with your effects. And as soon as they say that, I instantly am just like, damn it. You know what I mean? Just because I know that they're expecting a certain amount of edits through the video and the paper Mm. effects and then this effect. And it's just like, it's harder with like keep up and it's not in terms of like how much energy I want to put forth for a video but sometimes not every video needs that bro like sometimes mm-hmm. videos even videos that don't have a lot of effects are actually harder to edit than the ones with effects cuz you have to make sure everything like the speed ramps and everything just looks clean and mm-hmm. particular so some people don't even understand that this video that doesn't look like I put a lot of effort in I actually put more effort in cuz the yeah, effects is like now it's second hand nature so it's like boom I could just throw some You sh- can knock them out Yeah, that. I could just throw whatever I wanted to which is cool but I mean do you think what do you think Yeah, what do you think about that? Like for example, for people that are starting to direct and starting to shoot videos, would you recommend going that that route of just kind of um doing effect heavy or what what you know i'm saying what do you what do you think in terms of business and making money because i feel like sometimes that's hard to keep up and withhold you know uh yeah i think i think it's a a, like super um effective way to be successful like if it's like i want to make profit doing this like effects are eye-catching you Mm. can charge Mm. more for them because you can explain how it's more labor Mm. right um but but i think the thing they have to be persistent about is that they will probably evolve like whether it's like talking to their clients like the things you saw in my last videos i'm trying to get away from so yeah the video that we might be shooting a month from now is gonna probably look different yeah because once they once they pigeonhole you because it happens like you get pigeonholed into like a i want paper and paint effects throughout my video and then it's like i give you a video that's like not that but they're like effects that I'm trying to move up to at a higher standard. Yeah. Do you feel like you kind of go through phases where you start using one effect in your video and you kind of like really get excited about that and you really kind of work on that with for one month and then you kind of just like, because I think maybe in a different realm, but like a lot of times with my titles, mm-hmm. it's like I work on one title and then I'm like, okay, this is this is solid. And for like five videos in, in like for the week, I'm going to, basically copy and paste that title onto all yeah, of those facts, facts. onto all those new videos because I really like it but just you know little tweaks mm-hmm. but then over time it's like you know that I work on a new title and then I kind of like but a lot of times in in certain like back to back I just kind of do the same style over and over but then it kind of evolves do you do you do that with your effects like you kind of figure out one effect and then for the next three videos you kind of work on that one effect and then you kind of just evolve in that realm or do you kind of just have a list of effects that you kind of have at your disposal and then you just kind of use them at any time period uh yeah i feel like i i tend to bring most of the stuff like people have seen throughout my videos back into other videos um 
and then I'll slowly like incorporate, I don't know, stuff I like watch tutorials on. Right. Like maybe like one or two scenes, I'll do something I like don't do or haven't done before. Um, but no, yeah, definitely. Especially with like the, even when like I did um, like the little glitchy stuff, like I did that for hella long. Like, yeah. And before that, it was just like the little, what do they call it? What is that style called? Stereoscopic? Mm. Like the little fake 3D. Yeah, yeah. Like I did that for months. Yeah. And then I did the glitch yeah. thing for months. And then it was like paper and paint. Like I'm still doing that. Yeah. So like, you know, I definitely do that. Um, but I still try to, um, I don't know. It all, it all depends on like the song, how we shot it, and then the environment that I capture on like right. random footage. Yeah. I mean, being in a new environment and new shoots, those are the things that like inspire new edits. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you just, obviously you, you can't come up, you can't do new effects for every video. That's impossible. You kind of got to mm-hmm. stick with some type of thing that you know, but you know, as shoots go on, they inspire new new styles and yeah, new facts. things, especially like, because, you know, a lot of people when they, you know, I think that like one of the things that I, I appreciate more than my effects, because I don't even think in terms of effects, I'm even that great in terms of that. No, on God, no, I, I feel like I feel like the only reason why they look somewhat cool is because 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 the camera angles and like the way I shoot things. So I feel like but the camera angles and the way I shoot and then like the setting is really what inspires those effects. Like I, I, I shoot and then get inspired by effects. I don't have the effects in mind and then get inspired to shoot. If that makes any sense, like kind of other way around. So I'll just, I feel like when I start shooting, for example, for like a month, if I'm really shooting like real dark and like grungy kind of shoots, then I'm going to revert to that kind of old style where I'm like doing that. But then as, as soon as I shoot this video, that's super bright and like yellows mm-hmm. and whatever, I might, it might push me to do something like where the the effects match that. And then I'm like, ooh, I kind of like this. And then we start kind of moving in that direction of like mm-hmm. more bright kind of videos. I feel like it's interesting though, but. I think let's let's run it back to kind of how you got started in videos. Because I remember, what was it maybe? 2019 or 2018 I, w- I was shooting with with maj a lot back then yeah hell and yeah. i remember the the way that i was introduced to you is this boy maj could not stop talking about you every single time that i was with him because we, we shot a bunch of videos back to back at that time and every single time he was like Oh, my boy Susie, he got he got 4K. <laughs> Bro, you got to check out Susie. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I started watching your videos, and I was like, okay, okay. And I think it was around the time that you shot the, what was it, options video? Or what, what was Options, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that video. And then I started watching your, your style, and then you really kind of, like, progressed into, like, your, your, your style kind of morphed into what it is today. And I think that you really kind of had a... Uh, a large style shift and kind of like you went very very specifically stylized now but I think that you know watching you for for a long time I think that you really kind of evolved into that like in the beginning your your style was a lot different yeah fact. could you kind of break down how you got started shooting and then what what was your evolution as to how you got to where you're shooting today uh, I started shooting, it was 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Mm. I came back from school and then I like signed up for classes at Laney and I was going there and it was just hella like, 
I had a homie, shout out Gussie with the stuffy. Gussie. That's my boy. We've been boys since shout like high Gussie school. With the stuffy, yeah, yeah, he hard, hard as hell too. Gus. <laughs> yeah. But I knew he was making music and I think I was still in Texas and I hit him up like, oh, let me shoot a video when I get back. Cause I was doing like I would like do videos for like sororities and fraternities for mm. like little but I shoot it all on my iPhone, just like mm-hmm. edit it on iMovie on the iPhone and like put it out. But I seen he was doing music and I hit him up and then he was like, It's good and then I got back. And I, but I didn't have no camera. I didn't know how to use a camera or nothing. I had a no. I did. I did have. A, well, I had my sister's camera. It was like a, like a Nikon. Yeah. But it shot like only like seven twenty. Mm-hmm. But um, my uncle like came up on this like Sony A seven two maybe or some shit. And then I was like, oh, let me use it for this video. Like it's gonna be hella clean. And then. He let me use it. I hit up Gus. We went to go shoot the video. Didn't know. I just hit record, like, on everything. Just hit record, shoot the video. I had one of those, um, what are they called? Like the, not steady cams, but, like, you know, the, oh, the, oh, glide, oh. like a glide cam? Yeah, glide cam. Oh, yeah. my like, God, Like a bro. glide yeah, cam. Yeah, remember having to, like, put the weights the on weights and everything? And yeah. then, oh, man. The, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, like, bro. You change the lens. Yeah. It's right. like, got to put another weight right. on there, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we were just going around, like, San Francisco for hella long. Shot that. And then I remember he was just like, something's off about this video. And it was, I think I was shooting at like 60 frames or 120 right. uh-huh. frames. And I just kept it at 60 or 120. In the sequence setting. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> you know, just way too smooth. Yeah. And then I was like, what? I thought this was hard as hell. <laughs> and then, but I, but I appreciate him so much because he was, yeah. he was persistent about telling me like, this looks bad or this looks yeah. off. Yeah. And then I was like, sure. I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then I was still at Laney. And I just like took my fashion money and I bought a A6500 and a, a Ronin S and a 50 millimeter. Yeah. And it was like, all right, I'm gonna start shooting videos. And then we shot another one. And by that time, I think like him and my girlfriend were like telling me how weak my videos were, <laughs> which was like so beneficial. Yeah. But it was just like, it's Damn. what I needed. Like they were just like, oh, this is why I go like, this yeah. is trash. And then I, I'd like finally watched like the right YouTube video that told me to yeah. change the settings. Yeah. And then. Yeah, after that, it was, like, cool. And then I just started hitting up, like, every page I could on Instagram. Like, DMing, like, I got a video for you. Let me shoot a video for you. Let me shoot a video. Yeah. And, shit, shout out First Class Trey. Uh, First Class Trey is the reason, like, I really got even tapped in with a lot of, like, rappers. Spark. Yeah, they even had somewhat, um, like, success or notoriety or whatever. Like, I hit him up. For an interview, actually, I was doing interviews mm. at a store, kind of like the same setup and shit. But um, I was like, "Oh, you want to do an interview, blah blah blah." And then he sends me like a video I did for some kids. He was like, "You shot this?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Shit, let's shoot a music video." So I shot him through Trey. Like, man, shout out Trey. Through Trey, I got to meet Maj, yeah, Clyde, Kai, um, everybody. They're they're like, I gotta give them shout outs because they're like a big part of like one Journey. like pushing me into um like what would you call it i don't know they just they just made sure that i wasn't backpedaling on like the quality or whatever right so like clyde was hella big on just like giving me hella game in general and then (laughs) making sure that like the videos i were making were hella clean so like shout out clyde he's a real one it's important you need people that keep it real for real real keep it real maj kept it real maj is still like one of my best homies like yeah he just He's the truth. He's going to blow. Kai, yeah. all them. But, but that, was, that was pretty much it. Like, I started there, and then it was um, shit. After that, you just start shooting. 
And then what do you think, <clears throat> obviously they were helping you get better and they were telling you probably some things that you needed to work on or like mm-hmm. some things that you were lacking, but what were, do you remember any key turning points that you were like, okay, I know roughly how to shoot, I know roughly how to edit, and then you started developing like more of, you would say your style, like do you remember some of, I mean obviously it's like a gradual thing and you never just like one day wake up and just yeah, say I'm right. going to start going crazy and then you start going crazy, but mm-hmm. do you remember like one of those things that you would say inspired a lot of those effects people started copying, you, you know what I'm saying? Like do you yeah. ever? Hell you know? yeah, it was like, I had like two moments. And the first one was with K&O Mob, shout out K&O Mob, hella real from the grass in Vallejo. Like, they just show so much love. I got so much love for them. I shit, I still got a video I'm gonna drop, like, redo and drop from, like, shout out K&O Mob. Yeah. Um, but I was shooting them hella during the pandemic. So, like, when it started and shit. Because I took off, like, a year when my baby was born. So, it was like, I wasn't really shooting. I was just working full time. And then they hit me up and we shot... Yeah, I can't even remember the name of the fucking video. But we shot the video, the first one we did, and I started using that little um, stereoscopic effect. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we dropped it, and then I just got a hell of DMs from people like, oh, how much, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then we went, like, on a spray shooting videos, and I was doing that effect. And then the second one was, like, Need Hand Me. After Need Hand Me, it was, like, yeah, it was a blessing. It was like, a rap after that, huh? Just not even a rap, but it was, like... <laughs> Damn, that shit was mainly like yeah. yeah. Well, like, I mean, obviously, once you start shooting more, then like you start to progress way faster. I mean, that's just you yeah. know obvious because it's like the more you work on something, it's just especially with the craft like this, it's, you're gonna get better. So when you start booking more, you you just when you see people that like start to book more, then you realize like oh like damn, their skills starting to get up hella fast. And it's like nothing magical. It's just like they just started to book a lot more people mm-hmm. and started to work a lot more. So you think right after that song, you started booking. What, like double more than you were before, or what was uh, that like? Or it took a while because, uh, after that, after Need Hammy, I like, I think I just like raised my price to shoot less because mm. it was like I had a baby, I still had a baby at the time, yeah. And it was like, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I need to provide more for it because I could have just said, like, fuck videos, I'm finna go work full time, yeah, you right. feel me? But it was like, I'm gonna charge more. Um, so I could shoot less because I just genuinely like like spending time with my daughter. So it was like yeah. I'd rather just be at home more. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm at a point where like <laughs> nobody knew how to do the effect. So it was like I kind of had um, it was almost like a cheat code. Like, oh, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? And it's like it's hella easy to do, but no one no, no one else knew how to do it. So it gave me leverage to like Wait, which which was more. the effect? The little glitchy effect. Oh, it was funny yeah, because yeah. I, I I don't know if it was a year ago or whenever you started doing it. I remember just like looking at this motherfucker like, what the hell is this, right? And I, I don't know if we had, we probably have the DMs, but I literally just tapped him like, yo, how do you do this? <laughs> like, and he literally just the next message he said, this I'm not gonna give it out, but you know what I'm saying? This is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you, he literally just told me exactly how to do it. I didn't go and do it, but I just, you know, I just needed to know how he did it, yeah. though. But it was like, I, I just remember thinking, like, damn, he just gave it to me. <laughs> but, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's sick, though. But nah, everybody knows how to do it. It's like, now, it's, it's an app. Yeah. It's now. a phone app. Right. That's why when he said that, I was like, what? I was like, but that people, shit blew my mind, bro. People thought I was lying. It was like, nah, like, you save the frame, airdrop it, put it in one app, put it in the other app, right. you're done. No, as soon as as soon as he told me that, as soon as he told me that, I downloaded the app, I took a footage, <laughs> did that thing, I said, "Wow, 
Okay. Right, that was it. And then I deleted that <laughs> right after. I was like, but that's sick, though. Oh, God. I just like, because, you know, you really, at that point, you're just saving so much time, bro. Like, yeah, you're saving right. so much time. And that's such a, like, cheat code to do something like that. Because, you know, all this video stuff takes a long time, especially yeah. all the effects. So, doing something like that, cut down the workflow a lot is super sick. But, like, you know, after after a while, it just gets... Yeah, it, it gets old. It gets like right. <clears throat> you get repetitive, and then like I started just paying more attention to what my timeline looked like. Mm. So it was like, um, I don't know. I, I started get inquiries from people that were, I don't know, in a position like put me as a director for a better video. Right. And I was just more cognizant of like, what are they gonna see when I post? Like I can't yeah. just do like the same thing or something that I just like finished. And wanted to share, so like yeah. I just pay more attention to like what my previews look like now. How um, how often are you shoot like let's let's just say in the time framing after Need Hammy what was that like a year year and a half ago? Yeah, last year and a half. How how often have you been shooting videos? Are are you kind of on the like okay four to five videos a week, or are you kind of more picking choosing like? How many how many videos besides the videos that you post on your page are you also shooting? First shout out Briss, Long Live Briss. Yeah. Um but damn, um like wait, you said like now or like since that video? Yeah, yeah, just just as of recently. Oh, how, okay. how 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 many videos are you shooting typically in a week? Uh, not that many. Like I don't not like 4 to 5 a week, hell no. Um I'd say maybe like Cause I did five in Kansas City like mm. two weeks ago, mm. and I shot one since then, like now. So, and before that, it was like not that many. I don't I don't really shoot a lot of videos anymore, like or not like super busy during the week. Um, one, cause like I just need to catch up. <laughs> you feel me? But right. two, it's like I really wanna. Um, give more of my time to each of my videos. Yeah. And I want to create a pace that's, that's like efficient for me and then set a price point that allows me to like shoot less. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't shoot that much. Like, so are, are you, when, when people are tapping in with you, are you just, what, what what are what are the biggest aspects that'll make you take that video? Because obviously you're picking and choosing. Like, are is it are are you making the clients send the song? And is it like okay, this all right, this song is fire? Or is it like are you prioritizing the people that you've already shot with? Like, how how are you choosing the people that in the videos that you're shooting? Um, if you're not shooting that often, some sometimes it's just someone who hits me at the right time, mm-hmm. right? Like, I try to be fair, like. So, although I am like picking and choosing, I wouldn't. I'm like limiting how much I do, but I still attempt to be fair and like, let's say it's like a Monday and I'm like, all right, I need to book a video. Like, I want to shoot something. Like that first person that hits me up and wants to book something, like if they're serious, like I'll book them. Yeah. Like I won't. I won't listen to the song. I won't. Whatever. Like, I'll just tell them like, this is the rate. This is. Um, what idea do you want for it? What do you want me to do? Like on pre-production, and like if all goes well, like I'll book you. Yeah. Um, but it's really just like finding that like time when I'm like, all right, yeah, I could do it. Or, like, yeah, I don't gotta, you know, because I got my girl. She's in school now too, so it's like, 
Yeah, they just it's weird because it's like I don't I don't have like a set schedule or or anything. It's just kind of day by day. Like, all right, I know I'm not gonna take my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese. You know, right. so it's like, and my girl doesn't have class for the next few days. I can shoot a video. Yeah, it's like the right time, whatever the, feels right. The best responses, the best, like easiest conversation. Like you just start to feel. It. I mean, that's yeah. how it is. I mean, even if right. a song's not necessarily like the best, I mean, that's the, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's all perspective. But you know, as long as the client's super cool and like makes the process super easy, it's like, right. come on, we can work for sure. It's like yeah. we don't need it doesn't you don't need to be the top. But yeah, I mean, facts, yeah. and, and it's like. Even um, let's say let's say you are starting to get more picky with the videos you shoot. Maybe you don't want a certain sound that doesn't I don't know it doesn't sound engineered as well or whatever, and you don't want that in your portfolio. Like I tend to just like if someone's willing to like give you their hard-earned money, right? And it's like this is what you're doing, and everything works out. Like you'll do it. They're gonna pay you, and you're gonna give them a product that they're happy with. And regardless of how the whole video on YouTube makes me look, I could just I could take care of that image for myself with like a preview on my Instagram page. Mm, yeah. Maybe I'll spice it up more with like, oh, they didn't want sound effects in the video, or they didn't want this in the video. Like, all right, well, on my preview, I'm just gonna oh, throw all that okay. cool stuff on yeah. right, that I think um, like demonstrates what I could do. Yeah. Um, for myself, but like yeah. as far as like the video for them on their pages and everything, like whatever it is, like. Do you ever run into problems with that, like? do do artists ever like like when when you send them the video and then they're like let's say for instance you you got a bunch of sound effects in it and you really like the way it looks and the way it sounds and then they're like oh can you take out all the sound effects and then when you post on your page it's it's completely different because you spice it up you put all the stuff that you wanted to put in and then they see that post and they're like that's not the video that i paid for this like that Mm -hmm. that's that's my video has there ever been any problems, or that that's that hasn't been anything that you run nah, into? No, nah, we I haven't had any issues. It'll be like, because I did put like hella sound effects and different effects in one video, and they were like, "Oh no, I don't like, I'm cool off of that." And I was like, yeah. "All right, but." And then I did it on mine, and I posted it like, I think like right after the artist posted theirs, um, but they didn't say nothing. But if they yeah. did, I would respect it. Yeah. But I think we would just have like a, a mutual disagreement, like right, like. I completely understand. You know what I mean? But like, I'm still keep it on my Instagram. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I'm <laughs> Even also... Even though you paid me, <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to keep but it. But it's like, it's like <laughs> maybe I, I might take it off my Instagram, right? Like, I might. Like, I, I try to be as fair as possible. Depends yeah. on but how I, long. I, yeah, it's like, you up. know, I would just try to have, like, an honest conversation with them. And it's like, you know, if it really does, like bother you that much like right. that is you know even though it's on my instagram like yeah i might i might just take it off like it if it's been up more than a day you're out of luck <laughs> it's, it's staying on my page but it's, it's it's just it's all, it's just all like a conversation like yeah yo when i look for artists i look for clout miles <laughs> 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 no nah, god what if if any what were some of the most awkward or worst situations that you ran into on set but before you before you get into that, I wanted to just to piggyback off from what we were talking about. <clears throat> now that you charge more and you're shooting less, right? What would you say the ratio? Because you know we always have those clients that are like oh, I don't like this or I need this different or whatever. What would you say the ratio is of how many people that want re-edits or changes? Like since since you've like kind of established yourself more and people kind of respect it more, are you? finding yourself in situations where you're getting less re-edits or since people are paying you more, they're feeling like, nah, we need to get this 100% the way I want it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that's been like in terms of how many 
times people come back and say, oh, I need this change or I want this and I want that. Like, has it gone, it's been more or it's been less? Like, or has it consistently always been like, not a lot of people ask you for re-edits? Um, I think I get less re-edit, um, like, or people asking me to re-edit. The more I charge, I'd say, um, and I think it's because it's, you know, it's relative to like what position that artist is in, right? Like, is this an artist who's like up and coming and let's say I was charging four or 500 and like, that's, you know, that's a lot of money. Like he gave you four or $500 and he wants his re-edits, right? He wants his video yeah. perfect. And then maybe you were contacted by a manager and you're getting paid through the label. And then to them, the price you gave them maybe isn't that, you know, crazy. Yeah. So... I think that that lends to having like less questions about re-edits or like asking you to re-edit, but then you're also getting paid more, so you're also like a bit more diligent about like right. not making mistakes and mm -hmm. like now I got to make sure this is right. But you still yeah. get them every now and then. Like I for sure got one the other day, right. and it was like, all right, yeah. Like even though I maybe I think this is fine, like I got to take a step back and be like, well, this isn't my video. Do you right. press issue when? when people because I, I know i know all the time it's like a very painful experience when you send somebody a video and you you really you really like it and they paid for that video and there's certain shots that you're like oh god please don't please don't make please don't make me change this please don't make me change this part of it but then they do then they're like i need this shot taken out or like oh can, can we can we get another shot when he says this thing what but you're very passionate about the certain parts. You feel really strongly about it. Do you, do you like really try to have a conversation with them or, or is it just whatever the client says goes? Like what, where's, where's your threshold level like when people give you edits? Um, I tend to like have a conversation and at the end of the day, I usually like just, you yeah. know, whatever they want. Yeah. whatever they want like the clients usually always right like they're always right so as much as i like may feel passionate about like a scene or whatever like i might let them know that i disagree yeah you know but i, I don't think i've ever really pressed the issue or pushed it when it was to the point where it was like no nah, i don't care i'm gonna keep it in there or yeah. no we're not gonna do that like we might we'll probably have an argument about it mm. but i'll probably like just like all right now nah, you're right like let's do it yeah, and then I'll just yeah. throw it in my preview or something. Especially, I mean, some clips are like they change the whole pace of the video. Like yeah. when they don't want yeah. a certain thing, it changes the whole course of a video yeah. and how it turns out. So when it yeah. comes to that thing, like, no, we're gonna have a civil discourse about this. We're gonna, no, we're, edit, gonna edits, we're gonna get to the bottom. But it's edits, edits are difficult. Like, yeah, and it's well not only because the time, but also it's like you know I feel like that's part of the reason why people pay you for a video. It's like you're the person that's supposed to know about this. So it's like. If you give them, if you break down, obviously you got to put your pride aside to sometimes and know that you kind of, because some clips, you know, you just put it in there just because yeah, like fact. you're just trying to fill it out. But you got to know when that's the case. But also you got to let them know like in, in, a, in, a, in, a, like, in a calm way why you think that that's what they're saying is not going to work out. And mm -hmm. for the most part, I feel like nine times out of ten when you say that to an artist, you're like, hey, bro, I don't think that what you're saying right now is going to look cool because of this and this and how I paced the beginning of the video. Mm -hmm. Then they start to be like, oh, 
I see what you're saying now. Okay, for sure. Can I just get that B-roll clip that I was saying? Can I just can you just put that at the end? Because yeah. I really want that in there. Well, it's like I think it's part of our jobs to not just be yes men and like and mm-hmm. and, and and help you know sh- you know do the best we can and like make it look a certain way. And then also, you know, the more you you the longer you do this and you, you're also putting your name on it at the end of the day and like so it's kind of you got to be kind of protective of like what you're putting out there and and you, they got to also know that like yo i i you know i i said yes to the booking on the on the terms that like we're going to create something together it's not i'm not just a paparazzi i'm not going to do exactly what you say and do what you want you know what i mean because it's a it's a collaborative thing i feel like i don't feel like they ne- i don't that's feel like and pull. yeah because i don't we feel like we that's the client that's, that's our client we got to do what they want, but at the same time, we're we're not just their employee. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I, I think yeah. yeah, it depends. Yeah, on depends. Technically, technically, uh, you, you are their employee. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, that's that's a that's an interesting way to think about it. I feel like personally, I mean, if I'm gonna say yeah, then we're under the agreement that we're both coming at it from like you know we we well, we're trying to put something both out there. I mean, obviously, if they're if they're gonna be giving us, I mean, it's it if depends. you're working if you're working for yourself. And you want to be your own boss. What it really turns out to be is you got a new boss every day. Like your right. your client yeah. is technically your boss. Like right. the this this how I look at it. It's like you know at the end of the day, the classic thing is the client is always right. Whatever service you're in. So it's like you know if if I feel really strongly about something and I can kind of read that the client kind of just said something just to say something and is giving an edit and they don't care that much about it. And then I'll, I'll probably be like, okay, there's probably a good opportunity for me to be like, nah, this, let me, let me just explain to you why I put this here and mm-hmm. what it'll do if I take it out. Because I don't think that, you know, it's not their job to know, but clients don't kind of understand that a lot of the process is that it's like when you edit a video, you make a thousand decisions. Like, okay, this, this clip is gonna look here. And sometimes, like, a clip, if, you, if, you, if they're like, oh, let me take, let's just take this shot out, it kind of ruins the flow that you were going for. So sometimes it's more difficult to go back and re-edit something that you already kind of naturally put in there than to just do it the first time. But, you know, it's, it's all, it's, you got to put your pride in That's my opinion. Yeah. But, I think, I mm-hmm. think it's like, um, like if you hired a landscaper and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know, and like, yeah. You were just like, I want that bush to be yeah. hella raggedy though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was just like But this is my house. This is my house. Ha- you know <laughs> I'm what I mean? Paying you right. money. Yeah. yeah, it's like this is my house. I want that raggedy bush. Everything else hella clean and perfect. Yeah. Right. You but know? I feel like but if that's the if that's the nature of that, then I might as well just go shoot birthday parties and then go shoot a wedding because I know what they want is what they want. But it's like, you know, I feel like but it all depends. Obviously, yeah. I'm not out here yeah. telling people no. Like, no, nah, we're gonna yeah, do it right. exactly the way I want to yeah. do it. No, for sure not. But it's like you, you, like you know, you, you once once you listen to the client, things just become way easier for yourself. So yeah. disagreeing just makes things way harder for yourself, and it's just not efficient in time. But I feel like you know, at a certain point, when you do have options in mm-hmm. terms of like not having to work with every single person that comes into your DM, then you start coming to this understanding where it's like, yeah, like okay. Yeah, I work for you, but it's also like I'm gonna make sure that I'm portrayed or I'm able to do what I that I can do. Cause it's like at the end of the day, me being able to do the most I can do and the best way I think it it should come out 
that's just me putting my best my most effort into your project you know what i'm saying because yeah. if you're telling me you want this this and this and whatever okay i'm gonna make sure that happens but now at this point i don't really like this video so now i'm really obviously i'm gonna complete it and we're gonna do what we're gonna do but at the same time there's no way i could do the best i can if it's something that i don't like you know what i'm saying but yeah. that's all subjective and it's case to ca yeah. case by case you know i like i'm not trying to sound like you know this is my video because they pay for it <laughs> at the end of the day right. you know what i'm saying another separate question because i think that you know you're definitely starting to build a following and a client base and you know i'm sure that you get all the time people wanting you to post on your feed or really wanting you to promote a video I was just thinking about this recently, like, you know, obviously we shoot a lot of videos and not everything, yeah, not like, not, you know, something like I, I know with me, I'm not going to post every video that I shoot. I barely post any of the videos that I shoot just because I feel like there's no point in posting most of the videos because most of the videos are pretty similar from the last. And yeah, I already facts. feel like my feed is like you scroll through it, you get an idea. Like it, it's all, it's all pretty similar. So I'm trying to post stuff that looks mo slightly more different from the last. And that's kind of yeah. why I don't post as often. I'm sure you're in a very similar position where you, you don't post all the videos that, that you, that you make, but clients probably are booking you partially in the back of their head, like knowing what your name is. And then knowing that you do have a platform of people that, do follow you do our clients expecting more that you're going to be a bigger part in the promotion process because i know that you know sometimes like i i this is this for me this is the biggest thing that i really put my foot down with clients mm -hmm. it's like i get clients asking me to like promote or post mm -hmm. videos all the time and i'm like I hate that bro. i'm like it's my page. You didn't. I, I never said in my booking that I was going to promote it. Yeah. You know, I gave you the video. That's what you paid for. But I'm going to post videos on my page for my own reasons. That's yeah. that's 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 what I this is my thing. What is your outlook on that when clients want you to promote on your page, but you don't necessarily feel like you want to put it out there? What What's your what's you must your, get asked that a lot. Probably. Uh, no, nah, not not like too much. Um, sometimes I do though. Sometimes like I have clients be like, "Oh, why didn't you post it?" Or like, "Are you gonna post it?" Yeah. And if they do ask that, if they ask like, "Are you gonna post it?" I'll just like be honest with them. Like, if I can make it like look or fit like the image that I want on my page, yeah. And then I, you know, I do consider like, all right, they paid me. Um, maybe there is like some A and R that follows me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause first of all, it's like my platform's not like hella big. You know what I mean? So it's like you're, you know, it's going, it's going up. But it's like, yeah. but it's like, you're not posting on a page with like a hundred thousand followers yeah. or fifty or not even twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or fifteen. So it's like when they talk about like promo, it's like I'm not, I'm not gonna give you that much promo necessarily, right? Yeah. I think what I can maybe offer you is like DMing this to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I might, damn, you asked me hard enough, I might DM it to an A&R that, you know, follows me, right? Yeah. But, like, posting it on my page, like, no, nah, yeah, it's kind of like the same way. Like, I never mention it. It's never really a part of the deal. Like, 
it's just kind of like whatever I think is is best for my next post. Even though or you would say that your platform is like not that huge right now, I still feel like you know because sometimes people pay for those promotional things on like hot, whatever those pages, hot mixtape, whatever the yeah. case may be. But like those are flooded with promotions, so not necessarily you're gonna get good return on your investment right there because it's yeah. like people are used to that platform having a bunch of promotion on it and you just kind of scroll past it when you know somebody just paid to be yeah. on there but i feel like you know for directors and videographers like we have a very targeted focused like audience because it's like people you know you have the you have the whole other director community where they might like your post so they're going to come follow you because they want to work with you so i feel like we do offer, no matter how big the platform is, I feel like we do offer somewhat of a good promotion because I feel like people, if they mess with you, then they're going to mess with that artist. But um, um, when you, so you, you're saying you don't, you don't really get that that often where people are like, yo, because I messed up with my booking. So I had this, this pricing package and I was offering this like, you know those promotional things on Instagram where you have the bars right here and there's like their pictures on the top and the yeah, bottom, yeah. you know? So I worded it incorrectly and I was like, you know, a promotional $25 extra, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Just oh, real. like you'll make them. A yeah, I'll make them. Yep. Uh, so then okay. a bunch of people, like I, it happened in one month where there was like, you know, I had shot 10 videos and then they all started coming at me like, yo, like I've been waiting for the post <laughs> and I haven't seen the post. Like, you know, yeah. can I get my money back? I'm like, yeah wait, what are you talking about? Like, I already sent you the promotional video. And they're like, no, no, that's not part of it. I was like, I'm just over here confused what the dilemma was. And I, and I realized like, oh, they're thinking that I'm going to post this on my page. Like, that's what they really <laughs> thought it was. And I had to take that down because I was just like, bro, I'm not going to post this. I feel no bad. Facts. And they yeah. wanted the money back. But I was like, bro, I just sent you this little, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like it's interesting. But Yes. You know, you can't expect anybody to do that. You know, you can't yeah, expect know. anybody to go post your stuff on their page because, like, yeah. come like on, if, bro. If, if they really, really, really want it hella bad, like, I might just do it. I might just spice it up. All right. Post it, right? Like, you want to make yeah. them happy and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, uh, nah, yeah, fuck that. Though. Well, I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, but you got to think, you know, it's a lot of our work is referral based you know it's really based on our last project is how we book for the next one obviously yeah, you know like, you have a bunch of people that been wanting to work with you or you wanted to work with so you could work with them but when you make posts it has to be somewhat strategic because you know if you start going in one direction it it'll help you uh open up your horizons to different like you know r&b or rock or whatever if you're trying to get into rock bands you might start posting that way so you do kind of kind of be like some somewhat strategic on like how you post because if you start if you keep on posting those same ones that you've been doing you're trying to switch it up you're just digging yourself like a hole you know because yeah, people right. are just going to keep on thinking about you that way so i feel like Instagram is not too important, but when it comes to things that are referral based, they're like people are, you're getting your next clients from your current or your last project. You do have to be somewhat specific or um, strategic of how you post. And I feel like that's an important part in how yeah. we book clients. Without Instagram, like how are we getting clients yeah, out here, man? Right. Obviously, working with the people that we worked with in the past. And shout out to all the clients that keep on coming back for more videos. You know what I'm saying? That just makes right. life a lot easier when you know that you have a video with somebody you. You you have a rapport with and they know you and you know them like just makes life so much easier like those are the obviously working with new people is you know you get to meet new people but it just makes your life a lot easier and you just feel comfortable going into the situation and yeah shout out to all the consistent clients out there man true hell yeah um going back to one of the questions that I phrased before but we kind of went back 
were there has there been any situations when you're actually on set and you're shooting and what 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 what's been the most stressful or there been any like negative situations that happen in person when you're shooting like what 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 what's it what's it like shooting with Susie? This is what people like to know. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is the juice of it. Stressful. I had a situation where we shot at like this. It looked like an abandoned. I don't know what you would call it. It was like a big ass abandoned building, and we like had to hop the fence to get over. And then oh, it was like it was like under construction. I think mm, yeah. so. It was like a construction site. So we had to hop the fence to get over. And originally, I was like, damn, like. Nah, we probably shouldn't be doing this, right? <laughs> like, I just don't even want to be in that situation. But it was like, nah, fuck it, whatever. Like, let's just go do it, blah, 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 blah. So we hop the fence, get over, go to, like, the second floor. It's, like, hella abandoned. Like, hella, like, I don't know. Like, if it was a 10-week project, they were, like, two weeks in. <laughs> and we're there, and I'm like, damn, I forgot all my batteries in the car. Oh, so I was like, oh, yeah. all right, fuck it. Damn. So I started walking back, and it's, like, a cool minute. That you got to walk from, like, the building to the fence. Yeah. So I'm just walking, 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 walking. I hop the fence. And as soon as I hop the fence, I, like, I get up. I'm walking. I see, like, six police cars. I'm like, what Ooh. the fuck? Right. You know? Aww. So I'm just like, oh, shit. And, uh, and then, so I'm like, I'm just going to start walking to my car. <laughs> so I'm, like, walking to my car. He's like, get down, get down. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, damn. What the fuck did we just? I was like, this is a government building or some shit. Right. So... Um, because at that point we we're just trespassing, right? Yeah, right. and then uh, but they were just um taking it serious. Yeah, they were hella serious. So I was like, damn. And then what city was this in? This was uh Berkeley. I just imagine uh, Susie yeah. like on the pavement like a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I shoot was, videos. <laughs> I shoot videos. Was, nothing more. It was just hella like this is hella serious for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And right. then so I was just thinking this had this building had to have been something. That was protected by the state or some shit. Yeah. And then he just there questioning me, questioning me, questioning me, questioning me. And I'm just like. And throw the cuffs on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is hella serious. And I was hella <laughs> mad because I was wearing a jacket and the sun had just come out. But he had already right. cuffed me. I was like, damn, damn it's, hot. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it was like, he just had like asking questions. You just there like, you know, shut up. Whatever. Right. And then I get my phone and then I just call him like, hey, y'all need to come out. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And then um, he, like, sees some of my shit. And then he's like, you're just shooting a video. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. Yeah. And then it was just like, yeah. And he was like, he, like, radioed everybody back. Like, they're just shooting a music video. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. It's like everybody starts coming out. But I guess they had been, like, robbing that place. Hella. Oh. Like, the oh, like, people were taking, like, the materials out. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why they were hella, like, yeah. serious. But um, that, was, that was for sure, like, the most stressful um, just cause it was like, I didn't, why am I here? Like, I didn't yeah. imagine this shit. Like, yeah. this is whatever. This, this wasn't even my idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it was just yeah. like, all right, now I gotta shut up. I'm probably like <laughs> the oldest one here. Like, yeah. And I'm just in a dumbass situation. But it was like, it was over pretty fast, whatever. They did whatever. And then, shit, we shot the video somewhere else after. Right. But, um, nah, shooting with me is like, if we didn't plan anything, Right, if it was like this is the location, I show up at two p.m., yada 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 yada. yada. I'll probably listen to the song a few times, have some ideas. I'll get there and then like tell them, you know, yeah. and then I'll feel like how responsive they are. Um, 
dictates the rest of the shoot pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, do I think they're going to, like, listen? Do I got to, like, be more vocal? Um, do I want to have, like, a good time? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or do I want to just, like, strictly be business, strict-ass director who's like, yeah. we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this? Or is it, like, it's, like, ten of them? It clearly looks like they're trying to have a fun time. You know what I mean? Like, if it fits my schedule, like, yeah, I'm going to be way more lenient. And just, are, are you, are you, like, really dictating the flow of the shoot? Or are you mostly, like, would you feel like most of the time for the point and shoot videos, you're just kind of going with the flow? Um, it, it, it all depends now, especially, like, recently, on how much we talked about um, how the shoot's going to go. Mm. So if we, like, had already established that we're going to, like, start in this scene and we got to specifically like do the take like this and you have to i don't know like low-key perform something um then it's it flows with more direction but if it's not if it's like a running gun and i got time like i i usually just try to make them feel as comfortable as possible you know what i mean like i'm not gonna push you guys or whatever like you know, and it all comes back to like the rate they're paying, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, if they're, if, you know, they're paying like a cool amount, it's like, yeah, well, you know, who am I? Like, I'm finna rush you. Like, I'm charging you like $200 or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you paid for my time. Like, and I have, I can afford fucking spending a few hours here and, and right. like genuinely like creating a relationship um, instead of just like pursuing, I don't know. Just the money aspect. Yeah, of it. money or like being that director who's like, do this, do this, do this, do that, do this, do this, do this. All right, everybody stop chilling. Everybody shut up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or whatever. It's all about reading the situation. Yeah, reading the situation and what you guys have talked about. But yeah, um, yeah, it is yeah. important to like get a lot of that, like all that the talking and everything about it, getting all of that out of the way before you even meet up just Facts. because it's just like it, then it then it now you know where what the footing is and like mm-hmm. you don't have to like test the waters and you know what i'm saying you yeah, just you know what you're getting mind. into yeah so mm-hmm. it's like but um kind of going back to the other question i mean what you were, that story that you were telling us having that happen and you know seeing that you're you know you're charging more or whatever what do you see in the next couple of years in terms of like the projects you want to be working on because i know for myself I've been in similar situations where it's like bro i'm i'm just i'm like too old to do this like i'm too old to be out here just on the, like getting like arrested or not arrested but getting pulled over just for like shooting a video or hopping fences sometimes it's just it's getting too it's just too much to be doing that every day hopping fences doing stuff like that i mean it's nothing wrong with it sometimes you gotta do it for the shot or whatever but mm-hmm. i'm just saying like where do you see yourself project wise in a couple years from now because i can't imagine you probably want to be hopping fences for the next five years you know no i don't um i don't know to be honest like i burn hella bridges <laughs> like GOD, mm. just keep it real. <laughs> I'll get hella opportunities, and I'll just like, I'll, yeah. just, burn I'll, just, hella I'll just, I'll just be fucking up. Like oh, I'll be God. fucking up big time on big. I shit. like that you admitted that though. It's just real. Like it's real <laughs> as hell. So it's like I have to be realistic with myself, especially with like a, a career plan with like a few years ahead. It's like, there's probably some things. No, nah, not even probably. There's for sure some things I could have done, been way more reliable on. 
that even like today I'd be in a better position. Yeah. Do you, do you regret that or do you feel uh, yeah, like? Yeah, definitely. Because, okay. because someone, you know, put their like faith into me. Yeah. And I let them down. So it's like always, all the time, like definitely regretful. Like I never, I try to not be, I try to be as empathetic as possible to the whole situation. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I, I understand what's going on, but like, Shit, I don't know. I don't know, because I burn so many. So I know, like, there's probably going to be a bridge I burn later on, right? <laughs> and then it's like, it's the balance. It's like, okay, I know I got to meet this deadline and right. be responsible. I got to be responsible as hell. Like, damn, do I miss that? Because I know we got to go do something, like, that's in my personal life. It's like, it's hard. It's just hard being, like, a young dad doing that type of shit. Yeah, like, you right. feel me? It's that's just, right. Yeah, it's hard. yeah. We, we wouldn't you even understand me? that. That's, it, it, that's, yeah. that's another level. It's just, like, it's just, it's just different. And yeah. one, it's different, but it's but you usually know the same answer. It's like, no, you got to take care of your responsibilities. Like, yeah. you should have done the job. Mm-hmm. You right. should have done it, right? And then, but sometimes you just, you just, you just prioritize, like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm finna go to the park and, like, yeah. watch this little girl swing or something. But, like, yeah. Yeah. but, but, um, shit, in a few years, I just wanna, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I wanna be, like, uh, an established director that works mm. with labels and we do a set and you gotta get a producer and they send you the budget and do all that paperwork shit and, you feel me? So it's that 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 isn't a clear goal of yours. Nah. What 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 is what is your path? What are you kind of looking towards? I just want to like. I just want to get so like good. I just want to get better and better and better yeah. and better. Right. That yeah. like no matter what like. Yeah. Fucking now you need a video like yeah. or you really want one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like whatever it's in like. Maybe it is music videos. Maybe it's like. I had some, like, they wanted me to do effects for, like, um, basically, like, a basketball show. Mm, mm. Um, but I fucked that off, too. So yeah. it was just like, <laughs> you feel me? But you never know what it's going to be. Right. But um, I just want to make sure my skill set is always progressing. Yeah. So that shit, maybe I I burned hella bridges, messed up hella shit that I'm hella regretful for. But, like, five months later, it's like I just kept getting better and better and better and better so all that it takes is like shit one video i could do for an up-and-coming artist and they see it and they're like whoa like we still need it right you know what i mean like i just want to i just want to make sure that i'm capable of like getting better and being better yeah that's the goal i feel like that's that's the goal everything man it's just the motive should be just getting better and just outdoing yourself because why else do it, bro? Some right. compete for yourself, uh, compete against yourself. That's really the real drive. But you know, when I said when I asked that question, it was more or less not so like, you know, I want to be on this set or whatever. Like one goal for the next couple of years, I, I at least want my locate all the locations. If I if it has to be something where there has to be a fence hopping or whatever, I want to have like a permit just to be there. You know what I mean? That's a goal right. to have like permits to to go to places to shoot to not have to like set everything down and pack everything back up and then bounce back in the car. And it's like I want to be able to be at everything comfortably, pull up and have everybody comfortable. There's not people are not scared that people are gonna drive by and see us doing this. Like that's all fun, but I that's probably one of like a, a small goal just to have you know permits and be able to just shoot anywhere we want and just have enough time and. You know, something like that. But let's bridge more into. I was talking to Polo and Manmar about esoteric. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about what it's like when you guys form that group and what what that's done for you in your career. Man, that's been like the best thing 
like easily yeah like to have happened and damn i honestly don't even know how long we've been together probably like almost from the beginning of this year but um no we started it was shout out tino shoe some tino me and tino were like cool for a minute and he just like hit me up he was like oh i'm in this uh videographer like group chat he said it was a group yeah, chat yeah he said it was a group chat gld and he was like, he was like, uh, I'm in it, uh, Mamar, Polo, uh, Kyle, and I knew all of them. Like, I didn't, I don't think I'd met Polo. I didn't met Manny, but we'd like talk. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, throw me in there. I thought it was just like videographers talking. You know? Yeah. And then like he threw me in there, and then like I called him maybe like a few days later, like, hey, is this like a group? group? Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Like. Uh, I thought this was just like a group chat. He's like, no, I told you it's a group. Like, <laughs> we're a group. Like, and I was like, oh shit. You're like, like all right. <laughs> I guess so this like, is what it is. So like, this was what I'm not gonna lie. Like, initially, I didn't know I was joining it. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I did. Like, yeah. Bridges got affiliated out of nowhere. <laughs> you feel me? Damn, got added but, in the group chat. Now we, now we're affiliated. But this shit, this shit's <laughs> been, it's been amazing. Like, it, it, it helps one to like have hella peer review, right? Yeah. And right. then to like an environment that is consumed by like all the stuff you've been doing and liking and you know all of your interests like you're just constantly flooded with like videographer talk. That's important, bro, because it's like one of the like you could obviously talk to the family or like you know your girl, or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna say yeah, 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 but. No, they don't care. They get you know tired what I'm saying? Shit. After a yeah, while, sure, I realize sure. I'm just like, you know, because, you know, I feel like, you know, video stuff or anything with Blink Tone or anything that we're doing, that's all I talk about because I live and breathe yeah, just facts. everything that I'm doing business-wise. That's all, like, you know, there's not, my hobby is what I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's nothing that I have, you know, I don't always talk about it, but I'm just saying like yeah, having yeah. people to bounce that off of is very important because, you know, obviously they not only going to listen to what you say, but they can also add on to the conversation yeah, exactly. in a good way and they, they're not just you know blindly saying yeah that this video is hard like they, they have some type of you know because like <clears throat> when i show adam a video i just he doesn't say anything about it you know he just looks and i just look at him i'm like okay this is not hard you know what i'm saying i just could <laughs> yeah, see right, because right. i just showed to my brother and my brother's like yeah yeah for sure this is <laughs> sick this is sick for sure and then you just show adam is just like oh you know, he just look at it like, <laughs> yeah. he's just looking at it in a certain way. And I'm like, all right, I just don't even show him the whole video. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever, bro. I'll just catch up with you in a week or so. That's important, though, because for the first two years of me doing it, I didn't know anybody. Like, I was in the city to the neck. I didn't know anybody that did this. And I'm like, you know, I'm just talking like my, you know, my brother's ear off. And like, no one really cares, you know. <laughs> no one yeah, really cares as much as somebody else that does yeah. it. And then No, people, people care from a distance. People are like, oh, that's sick. But it's like. When you really start talking about it, it, there's there's no there's no bouncing off. People of, yeah, exactly. people only start caring when you start shooting artists that they listen to. But yeah, uh, <laughs> true, true. oh god, like only people care about yeah. once you get to that point, then everybody wants to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But it's all surface level, even right. though yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just right. like oh, the artist, the right, song, the right, movie, yeah. the right. Guy. Yeah. But that's yeah, yeah, yeah. How how was he like? I'm like oh, oh my god, I, mean, I don't know. I met him for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's important, and I, I would say that like. <clears throat> what is one of those do you, I mean is that something that you recommend to I mean that's something I would recommend to anybody that's kind of starting off or doing you know stuff that we do is just mm -hmm. kind of find some people that have that that common ground and you could like bounce off 
the ideas and thoughts and just have like a cool you know just talk about mm. talk about it in, a, in in you know in a certain way like do you recommend people like reaching out to people and, and establishing a group or and also on after answer that question on top of that what is one of the biggest takeaways with working with them on that has improved your shooting your your pre-production or whatever it is like what do you think the biggest takeaway from that is uh, yeah first i'd say i definitely recommend people joining maybe not necessarily like a group as far as like a business like we're going to be an entity that <clears throat> charges people and delivers a product yeah i wouldn't say that i would say join a, a group chat right or like just a community where you can talk about this to like feed your curiosity or answer your questions mm-hmm. like i think i think that's that's amazing and if it builds into a business then even better yeah because if you were to like i wouldn't recommend just jumping into an actual like a business group of videographers Mm-mm. because there's so much reliability that's mm-hmm. dependent on everyone um that could get muddy if you just don't know each other that well right or, and there's so many clauses that come with yeah. that like the the little you know what i'm saying like there's just so much that come with trying to split that bag it's yeah, like exactly. if you don't have right, that like if you don't have that relationship then it, then that's when it becomes like oh well i think i deserve more than you but exactly you know what i mean like instead of like oh no we did this together mm-hmm. you know yeah that's that's something we we talked about in our group like hella early on i forgot what trip it was we're on our way back and it was like we need to talk about this like we need to talk about how the money's gonna work like right we're talking about all our plans everything like the dreams the goals all this shit was hell exciting but it's like all right well someone's getting paid right yeah. like right. so how are we splitting it up because we can't just ignore it yeah um but that was um that's something you just you need to talk about like because if if you join a group a business group um yeah i just think things can get a a lot bad or a lot worse for you right yeah you got to make sure yeah obviously you don't want to join a group just for the benefits of the group you know yeah. i mean like the, the the what you gain from them in terms of like what's going to benefit you i mean obviously that comes with that but you can't mm-hmm. you can't go for that drip because then mm-hmm. that that's when that animosity starts building and people start you know what i mean so it's yeah. like and <clears throat> what what do you think is the biggest takeaway from working with them and you know what i mean like what's what do you think that like you've gotten better at from working with them man the biggest takeaway um uh, damn i don't know it's probably like it's probably that 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 um he's like not shit no 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 I don't know. I don't know if it's like the peer review that happens like consistently. Like yeah. you're always getting your videos like that. Yeah. Like Do you guys all send the, all of your everything. Videos? Like, oh wow. Everything we're working tight. on. It'll be like, oh, I just finished 15 seconds. Watch it. Yeah. I just finished 30 seconds. Watch it. Yeah. Like that shit is incredible. Like yeah. just ridiculous. And then it's also just like the 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 collective effort at one shoot. Yeah. Like. Mm. That that is so I can imagine amazing. That, right? Like yeah. when you go to one shoot and you're like, oh, we all have cameras. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all have stabilizers. You have two C stands. You've got eight Asteras. Yeah. You've got. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like <clears throat> ridiculously yeah. helpful. And then you're at a bigger shoot now, right? So you have to be the director, mm-hmm. right? Now you got like four DPs. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? 
or you, you got a grip you have someone that can like run to the store and get something yeah and and you're not hiring outside right you're yeah. just like you've already talked about the money and you guys already got it figured out figured out right like that thing that's so amazing when it comes right. to like like the business of the group like yeah it, it, it cuts so many corners. Like, I don't got to call no one to be a PA. I don't got to call no one to right. be this. Like, we have five disposable bodies. <laughs> That's the, 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 just you for labor. For like, labor. Because we all understand <laughs> that, like, if you're the director, all of us are there to just help you. Like, yeah. I don't care what it is. You know um, what I mean? The first, the, I mean, the first thing that come to, came to mind when I heard about Esoteric, I'm like, dude, they could probably knock out a shoot so fast. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> like, they probably just in there. Just so working. effective. Bam, bam, light, light, light. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's that's, that's dope. But on, on top of that, I feel like, what do you, <clears throat> it's dope to have other people there because what I've talked to Adam about a lot recently, and I got to start being more comfortable with letting somebody else <clears throat> DP rather than me because I kind of get like very like I'll I'll think I'll go in a project thinking you. that like yo I'm gonna let I'm DP it and then once I get there I'm like oh nah, like, nah, you start nah I gotta do it yeah. I gotta do it it's yeah. like you just kind of get in that way but one benefit of having other people DP for you it's like when you're when you're looking at a shot or you're 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 breaking something down you number one you have a stabilizer in your hand you have a heavy camera in your hand and now you have to make sure settings are dialed in or whatever so you're not really this whole time you're spending trying to lock in the settings or whatever you're not looking what's the best way to approach this room or the best way to get an angle because you're just kind of going based off the instincts boom i'm gonna put the camera settings in okay now stabilizers now we're gonna hit this low shot boom 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 which is good you have to do it in the process, but having other people there help you out, DP, light, or whatever, it gives you more time to step back and look at everything from a different perspective yeah. and look at things in a different angle. Because you're not, you don't have the camera in your hand and you're not yeah, like trying true. to look at the focus or whatever. You're really I just think, concentrated think, on what, you're, you're only limited to what you're thinking at that moment, not what your settings are at, if that I, makes any sense. Yeah, no, I think it's you. like, like because you're, you're, you're delegating the tasks and you're specializing in your head, it's like, mm -hmm. You can only, if you're trying to really go crazy on a video and there's a lot of aspects going on in the video, it's like, it's just so inefficient to try to understand and make decisions on every aspect at the same time. So it's like, even, even if it's not like certain roles, like, oh, I'm going to be DPing, I'm going to be directing. It's just like, okay, I'm going to be directing while DPing and kind of figuring out some lighting. But while I'm figuring out like, okay. This is this is what this is what we're gonna be doing in this shot, and I'm trying to figure out what he's gonna be doing, and I'm like, I don't even have the effort right now to be thinking what the lighting is. Yo, can you just figure out what the lighting is gonna be? Mm -hmm. And you're just delegating the tasks as as you need be. I feel like that's that's an effective way of going about no, it. No, definitely, no, hundred percent. Like even like yesterday, we were just working on this this polo video, me and Adam, and um, it's just like you realize. Things are just so much fast, especially when you have that that connection with people. It's not just somebody you just hired because then they're just only going off what you're saying. But yeah. you, you don't want to work with somebody only going to do what you say. You want yeah. them to have their own mind. So like the other day when we're shooting this like this polo shot, I'm over here getting ready for the shot. And then, you know, he's sitting on this edge with all these engine blocks behind him. And then Adam's in the cut with this halo light and he's spraying like what is that atmosphere uh yeah, the smoke air, aerosol and yeah aerosol <laughs> so i'm over here like getting a shot and all of a sudden you hear you see this whoo, this this aerosol going behind his head i'm like what the fuck this looks dope though you know what i'm saying but i even i'm like where's adam at and he's like yeah. hidden in the back like spraying this every like five seconds you know what i'm saying that's not something i could have told him because i wouldn't have thought about that yeah, but facts, he thought about facts. it and i didn't have to tell him which well, yeah is, it's like it's the it, best part yeah, about it's like it. when, when i'm 
if you're the one who's directing and I'm just there, like obviously I, you know, we work on enough projects to where I already know how you're kind of going about shots. I already kind of know like where you're gonna right. be looking at shots and wh how you're gonna approach stuff. So I'm just already kind of in the pretense of like, okay, if if he's in this direction, like I'ma just kind of secretly or I'm I'ma just pull up this this other part because it's right. like once you've worked with somebody enough times it's like you already kind of know what direction or where they're kind of going with certain things like mm -hmm. he doesn't have to fully explain shit to me it's like especially yeah. when, when we're when we're out of shoot it's like even even if i'm not talking a lot and he's just kind of like oh i'm i'm gonna just you you can damn near mumble something right. and I'll, I'll be like I got right. Yeah, it's I, just I, the hand movement at a certain point. <laughs> it's just like, it, like like I'm like I don't mm, mm. yeah. And it's he's like, like oh okay okay yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like establishing a group and then having that relationship with a bunch of people and you kind of get that understanding with all of those people and then you go on set and it's like it's it's all of a sudden it's just so effective and yeah, it's like. Right. And it's even it's it's different from being on a set and then it's like, oh, I got a big video and then you just hit all these different people and you got a bunch of different random people on your exactly, set. Exactly. And then it's like you really got in that case, you really have to be an effective communicator because yeah. these other people don't understand how your mind works. But if you're already with this group of people that understand you, it's like you just cut a corner and it's like you already got this it's gel going way easier. It's like if I put. It's like, oh, Polo's gonna do lighting, and Manny's yeah. gonna do um, a DP. Yeah. Right? Like, they've done that a million times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I might not even necessarily have to direct them. Like, they've yeah. already started yeah. creating the scene. Like, Manny's already fixing the settings himself. You know yeah. what I mean? Or he's seen me shoot something. On the flip side of that, though, because I was asking them mm -hmm. a bunch, and we kind of really got into this, what are some of the difficulties that you have working in a group and I was you know I was telling them that a lot of times like how I think and how I've always been as a director as a creative or whatever it's like I'm I'm a very solo minded person it's like I like learning stuff by myself I like when I learn stuff I like mm -hmm. keeping it or it's not that I like keeping it to myself it's like I just naturally do that and sometimes in a group it's like you know it's it's it can be it can be difficult to really open up with a lot of different people what has been your experience or have there been any difficulties or what's 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 the hardest part about being in a group of people um uh is I, it no i i would i wouldn't say much of it is hard necessarily um because when we when we commit to a project right like then i just like remove all my solo tendencies mm -hmm. it's just like i just understand from from jump like all right this is a team effort now you yeah. know what i mean so it's kind of like i don't necessarily run into issues um with being in a group with like anything um i mean the hardest part would maybe be like explaining something right yeah. like like I got this vision and I really need you to do this. But even then it's not it's not too hard. Um and I think I think it's because of the relationship we have. Like we have a pretty strong relationship. So it's like even taking it back to like the um like the best takeaway is like it's that 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 community, right? 
So it's like these people really become like your friends. Yeah. You know, um, which makes doing business a lot easier, mm-hmm. um, especially when a lot of it comes down to like directing or communicating. Like you don't really, you know how to talk to someone or you could probably do it effectively with saying less words. Um, so I, th- I think that's allowed, at least like, you know, from my position in the group, like to, to not really run into problems. I can't even really think about like anything that's, yeah. that's been like startling or, or, or too different from how it was when I was shooting by myself. Um, Cause we don't, we also don't like shoot together a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we yeah. shoot, we shoot solo a lot. So when we do come to a project, I think it's just like more fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're excited. You're excited. You're like, oh, we're all gonna be there. We're all gonna do this. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah. Thankfully, none of that is happening. If you join Esoteric, they drip you out with designer for your birthday. So sign up now in the comments. (laughs) We're gonna have applications going. Anyways, shout out Polo Shot it, man. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shot is a real one. Yeah, yeah right on. Right I seen on. it. I G-I-D. seen it. I was like, "Hey, Adam, G-I-D. what's going on over here, buddy?" Need to watch his birthday's Damn. coming his up. Live videos. Come on. You know what I'm saying. Well, we appreciate you having mm-hmm. being on this podcast. I think this was a great episode. I appreciate you. I learned a lot from how you look at life and how you look at your video bookings. Um, yeah, hope to have you back soon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap.